Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so pumped you are joining us today. Now this is all about why do you love that though? All the things (laughs) you love. We're coming up on Memorial Day weekend. We're coming up on those times when you're going to see those sales. We're not saying go spend all your dollars, but we are (laughs) saying there's some things we love and we honestly maybe can't live without. And we thought we would share them with you. And we have a few things we're going to run through. It's going to be so good. You are going to find out a little more about us than maybe you even want to know, to be totally honest. But um, (laughs) you're going to find out some good stuff along the way. So, Ashley, let's start with beauty products. Mm. Give me your top. We got to limit this or this could go on and on. Give me your top three beauty products. I need to know. I mean, this is a lot of pressure. It's so so much pressure. It is. But here we go. So if I had to pick only three, I would choose my It Cosmetics Cleanser. I would choose my boy brow from Glossier, and I would choose mascara. And I have about 100 of them, so just one of them would be fine. I love mascara. I have so many mascaras and lipsticks. And I'm going to add a fourth, even though you didn't allow that. Um, you know what? Break If rules. I could only have one other life. thing. Yes, that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Is um, my Lana lipstick by NARS. is like, <gasps> I must have it in my purse at all times. It dresses up my face whenever I need it to be dressed up and it just looks good always. Is that an everyday lipstick or more reserved for like, hey, I need to look extra? It's an everyday lipstick if I forgot my all of my makeup and I'm wearing all black, I just put it on because it's Ooh. a nice bright like corally red, but mm. for sure. I don't wear it every day, but I wear it about three times a week. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now this lip, it's a true lipstick. We're not talking gloss, Mm-mm. we're not talking, because you know NARS has true them. True lipstick. Has them those crayons that are just fabulous. Oh, I lo- and I love them. But yeah, no, this is a true lipstick. I like it. I like it. Fabulous. How how <laughs> how long will that last? Wait, before you have oh, to replace it. Oh, it lasts a long time. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. yeah, like it lasts that. a long time. It's very pigmenty, so it's it stays on forever, and it's I like that. And I don't have to reapply a million times. I wish I was smart enough to like keep all my lipsticks in my bag. Oh, yes, girl. You got to get a bag. I have a little llama bag. It's very cute. And you keep and that all the in mascaras. your purse? Yep. And it just stays in my purse at all times with That's mascara, hand lotion, lipsticks, all the things. That's the secret to life right there. See, I'm just like hoping I pick one before I leave the house and be like, okay, this is it. I'm committing to you all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope I chose well because I'm not going back. <laughs> right. Uh, I need a. I need to give myself a llama bag. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Beauty products for me. I would say uh, Laura Mercier Tinted Moisturizer mm. has SPF in it. It's all in one product. It is so good, and it has like you know seven point nine billion five star reviews on Sephora. Oh. And a girlfriend of mine said, if you, she always has such glowy skin. I'm like, why does your skin look like that? I know you don't have a full face of makeup on. She's like, oh, Laura Mercier. And sure, I mean, truly, I put it on. I was like, this is magic. This is. This is magic. I am. I'm a different person. It looks great. You look so awake but glowy, without anything else. <laughs> I love on. that. Oh, it's yes. so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, I would say mascara for me as well, mm-hmm. and I don't wear a lot of makeup during the week. 
Um, it's very, very, very simple, but I really like the Glossier Lash Slick. It's real simple. It's not it big. Is great. It's not, it's a very everyday, again, it's not va va voom at all, like trying to look like you have false lashes on. It's super simple, but it does add like three millimeters on your lash. It's the, the fiber mascara. And then, um, another Glossier product that I use all the time and it is my absolute go-to that I love it. I, it is the best product because it feels like skin and it's their, um, their cloud paint. That's what it is. Isn't it? Oh, their cloud it's paint. so good. It looks like skin. It doesn't look like yeah. it's sitting on top of your face. It just melts right it in does. under your skin. It's so nice. So I'd say those three for me again, super simple. Um, oh, I didn't think about a lip. Oh, you did four. I, I had to. So you can share with us. What's your, oh, lip? What's your lip game? Oh, Tell us. yes. Best lip ever. Are you ready? Now, I just want to say, this is not your drugstore lip. This is like you saved up and you have a big plan. Because it's not, it's not, it's not the, you know, it's a splurge is all I want to say before I say it. It is Dior mm. lipstick. Ooh. Oh, Dior. Girl, it's so fancy. good. This I is know, fancy. I know. I know. You could buy like three lipsticks for the price right. of this, but <laughs> it's so creamy and it's so pigmented and it just, oh, I have, I, I have two of them and I'm like, I, if this is place is going to burn to the ground, I'm going to grab these. That's what you're I taking. Love so I much. love it. That's how um, I feel about mine as well. Well said. <laughs> oh, so good. I just can't even. Any color even. I, I have the... I have an orange red that's like my mm. signature one that I love, but then I also have a plum one that is equally as fabulous. Mm, I, I can't even talk that. about it. I'm so excited. So excited. Also, Tiffany, I need to know if you could have one beauty thing that you do to your face that or body or hair, like one thing you could consistently do, what would it be? Oh, like if yeah. there was no budget constraints whatsoever, what would it be for you? Oh, no budget constraints. No okay. budget constraints. Like... What would oh you get done gosh. on a regular basis that you just like couldn't live without? Well, before you say that, before I give my answer, I just want to say it's basic hygiene. It's not indulgent at all for me to get a face wax because I'm the hairiest human I've ever met. <laughs> I get my hairline up to my ears. Right. That's in my like nose. in the monthly budget already. Oh, for yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Right between gas and, yeah, no. Right. Um, my chin, my neck, I get my full neck waxed. Um, wow. The sides of my neck, I'm a very hairy person. It's And because um, both Ashley and I, you know, we, we're in front of a lot of people a mm-hmm. lot of days. And sometimes on stages where they have they have cameras that can zoom in on our faces. So we yes, got to take. Yes, and put them on a big screen. Oh, snap, them big screens. <laughs> we got to take care. We got to take care. So, <clears throat> yeah. So I just want to say that that is not indulgent or luxurious in any way shape or form that is me looking like a functioning human in society <laughs> but if I was going to indulge I would say is this a one-time thing or it can happen multiple times multiple times no budget constraints what's no your regular go-to I would honestly just go get a facial that's not something I do very often I've had like two mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. and it's just so relaxing I, in fact I find it more relaxing than a massage that's amazing okay so I, it's a toss-up between getting eyelashes done all the time or mm-hmm. getting a blowout because my hair. Oh, I thought it had to be on the face. Oh, my no, switch. Mine's definitely blowout. For yours sure. is a blowout. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I go back and forth because I'm like, man. Even when you have lashes, though, then you can wear your hair in a bun. You can pull oh, it yeah. back. You can You're do whatever, awake. and you still look 
incredible, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, so I really struggle. But my hair, it, it takes forever. I mean, it's over an hour to dry it. That's not even the curling part. Totally. So I hear you. It's a toss-up. I can't pick between oh, one of those two. Yeah. But if there are no budget constraints, this. both. <gasps> yes, because why we break the rules. There you go. Right. I had fake eyelashes for about 14 months, and oh, I slowly built up an allergy to the glue that, Did you really? that was used to put them on. And I have buffalitis, which is a thing. Go look it up if you need to. Oh, but actually, don't. Gosh. It's super gross. Don't look it up. Basically, what would happen is my my body was rejecting the glue, my eyes specifically, obviously, and they would seal shut. So I'd wake up in the morning, oh, and it Lord. would be covered with like this crust that, that my body had produced to like fight off the glue, I guess. And it was so thick that I, I, and on days where Derek had already left for work or he was already downstairs, I couldn't figure out where to go or what to do because I couldn't get them open as hard as I tried, as much as I tried. So we'd have to get a hot water compress and slowly but surely open them up. And then they'd be red. It looked like I got hit in the face basically the first week after getting them put on. Seriously? Um, And then a film. Oh, my god! So I was like, I should probably give this up. Yep, I'm done now. All done. (laughs) Oh, they look so good. You just don't even need to wear makeup. I remember when you had them. Because you're just so... Oh, Exactly. It's beautiful days. Beautiful days. Them days are gone. Um, Yeah, a blowout, though. Shoot. Yeah. I... Game changer. Blow drying and curling my hair is... Ugh, the bane of my existence. That's just... Yes, truly. Like laundry. I, I think of it like laundry. Like it's that much work. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Right? Every time I have to wash Ugh. and dry, I'm like, ah, not today. <sighs> this, <laughs> this again. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> um, okay. Now, girl, I need to know your night routine or lack thereof. <laughs> Please. Yeah, exactly. That's why she's saying this, just to shame me into doing something about my face at nighttime. So my nighttime routine is <clears throat> I don't have one. <laughs> there are most nights I don't wash anything off of my face. And um, I crawl into my bed and I read my Kindle for a full hour, um, unless the book mm. is just delightfully wonderful. And then I keep reading and regret all of my life choices the next morning. But that's my routine. Oh, and there <laughs> must at all times be water by my bed. I mean, it's necessary. Ooh, yeah, I cannot sure. go to sleep if there's not water by my bed. <laughs> That's Do you have any, like, decaf decaf herbal tea or anything in the evening? No, you know I don't like tea. Just water? I don't do tea ever. Well, you know, it just makes you feel fancy. Mm-mm. It's kind of nope. nice at night. No, it no? doesn't. Okay. That's that's the British side of you speaking. That's not normal. Oh, I love it so much. A little tea <laughs> by my bed. Um, night routine. I, I first just want to say, as soon as I get my kids down to bed, I am basically a bump on a log. I'm only good to read Same. or watch Netflix. Not yes. much else. Yep. Um, so on the nights that I do wash my face... Which is more often than not. I'm pretty good about it. I'm especially lately. I feel like, ugh, the skin. I've got to deal with this forever. Might as well start taking care of it. Um, I wash. I use the milky jelly from Glossier, and then I tone um, with this like coconut tone or something. I got at Whole Foods, and then I put on those vitamin C drops. Ooh, I can tell those have been making a difference. My face looks glowy even without makeup on or anything. It just brightens your face so much. Love them vitamin C drops. You can get them anywhere, even at like, you know, CVS Minor um, from Glossier. I really like them. And then I use, this is just basically an ad for Glossier and I feel bad because that's not my intent. But I use the bubble wrap, which Ashley just brought from the flagship store for me. I've been very Mm -hmm. excited to try it. And it is delivering. It is blowing me away. Over every eye cream I had, this one is 10 times better. Again, the bubble wrap on the eye cream, I, I can tell a difference even in a few weeks. And then I use um, just a good old-fashioned, I think it's BioSense, is that, that's how you pronounce it, 
that green clean line from Sephora um, just their moisturizer all over my face and then I get in my jam jams and I get in my bed and I read which leads us to our next thing Ashley mm. is why do you love that though on books what books oh are you gosh. give me give me three okay well, I just finished Where the Crowd Ad Sing, and it is what I would recommend to every human being. I mm-hmm. love it so much. I know you, you just finished it as well. Yeah, last night. Oh, my gosh. It's one of the best books I've read in a long time. And then um, I I am in the middle of Educated by <gasps> Tara Westover. Oh, girl. That's one of the best oh books ever. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Seriously, so, so good. Um, that's what I would recommend for now. And then I also just finished um, a book that I read nearly every year of my life, Safe People by Henry oh, Clown and down. John Towson. So I read Safe People and Changes That Heal usually every year, if not every other year, just to remind myself of boundaries and um, emotional care for myself, really, um, and why I need to be in deep-rooted relationships that matter. Um, and every season of life changes us, right? So mm-hmm. I need I need to be reminded of how I can grow in every season, and those books really help me. Also, you did not like this book, but I loved it. Eleanor Eleanor Oliphant is completely yeah. fine. I loved it. At Sell the it to it, the I people. Was just in Sell tears. it to the people. Oh Ashley. gosh, guys, it's so good. So all three of those books I gave you, besides Safe People, though, um, <clears throat> are pretty tragic setups. So I don't know <laughs> if that's how you guys want to live, but it is some of the best writing that I have read in a very long time. If you like a very distinct, clear voice, all three of those books have that. And if you mm-hmm. don't mind tackling issues that we all deal with, like whether it be depression or abandonment or rejection, um, and doing that through the lens of a true, real story and, and a bit of humor, I think you'd like all three of those. Mm. So do you waffle between nonfiction and fiction? Do you stay on nonfiction mostly? You know, I'm, I really like fiction books. So that is the bulk of my reading. I would say mm. probably 70% of what I read is fiction. Um, and maybe 30% of what I read is nonfiction. I don't um, love a lot of uh, the Christian books that are out there, to be honest. And so I read a lot of books. You know, something like Educated is really, man, right up my alleyway. I love that. Yeah. Good storybooks where people are sharing what they go through, um, has a memoir edge, but also um, is teaching me something. I really enjoy that. And just to clarify, educated is nonfiction for those listening. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is somebody's real life, tragic, glorious, yes. triumphant story. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't. I know you quite well, my love, mm-hmm. and I did not know that you read mostly fiction. So maybe I don't yep. know you at all because that's a real basic <laughs> thing about someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I read a ton, you know that, and you do too. So that's probably why I feel like we end up connecting over books that we've both read that are nonfiction books. But for the most part, I got my nose in a good novel. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, what good. uh, This is, I had no idea what you were going to say for these. So just listeners, please know that we didn't pre-plan any of our answers. So (laughs) if they're the same, we're not, we didn't mean to do that. I just want to say that. Um, I read mostly nonfiction. I really love memoirs. That's my favorite because I feel like it has the creativity of a novel but you're like this is somebody's real life um so memoirs are my absolute favorite and if it's talking like absolute absolute favorite food memoirs would be my favorite somebody who grew up Mm, to be a chef interesting or they grew up to work in a fine dining restaurant i think there's just so much beauty when you can combine describing food and how it serves people and the role it plays in people's lives as well as their victories and triumphs and tragedies and all that Mm. so 
Um, in fact, my favorite food memoir is Blood, Bones, and Butter. About Ooh, that's a, a brilliant title. Holy oh, cow. Ashley, you'll love wow. it. It's, it's I, something that you it would, yeah, it's something you would actually <laughs> recommend to me. And she lives in New York, mm. and Ashley, you've actually eaten at her restaurant. I took <gasps> you there. Prune. Yes, Prune. Yes. So it's about a gal who grows up and just has some crazy odds to fight, and she... Um, just has some wounds along the way, but finds herself in the food industry, and it is truly just amazing. And she has a restaurant in New York, and Ashley and I went there last summer, and it was everything I dreamed it would be. I just kept pinching myself. And I bet, Ashley, you just felt like this is another restaurant in New York, but to me, it was <laughs> it was <laughs> bucket list. Bucket I loved list. the experience with you. Oh, that was so it was great. good stuff. Also, I have to tell a story about you. So we got there early for a reservation. And so that meant that they didn't have a table ready for us. So then we're just like, okay, let's go next door and we'll grab maybe some appetizers or something right before we eat dinner. And we see this great spot and Tiffany's like, let's go in. And I'm like, wait, I don't see their rating outside. <laughs> I do not see what their rating is. She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I can't tell if they have an A rating or not, but these like this matters in New York. And she's like, what? So then we go, we have to talk to the guy at the bar and ask him, Hey, what's your rating? And he doesn't have an answer for us guys. So what do you do? You want to run, right? No, no, no. What does Tiffany do? She sits down at the bar anyway. And I'm like, sister, (laughs) this is New York city. We are not staying here. That means he does not have a good rating. We got to (laughs) go. But those ratings aren't just like, Hey, your food tastes good. They're like health code stuff too, right? 100%. Yeah. It's like real stuff that people turn around and run. Just run. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but it's next door. Then we could just walk in when the time is ready. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) But where we went ended up being fabulous. It was like chicken and waffle leaf goodness. Yes. It was was super yummy appetite. In the Lower East Side. So fun. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I loved it so much. What a fun night. Okay. We were talking about books. Yes. Blood, Bones, and Butter. All right. I just finished Where the Crowd Ads Sing, and I literally so couldn't good. sleep last night because it was so good, and I kept yeah. thinking about it. And then I reread the last 10 chapters. Oh. I finished it at about 5 p.m., and then we had small group, and then I came back, put my kids to bed, and read the last 10 chapters all oh, over again. Oh, that's how because good I was it like, is, guys. That's how good it is. Yeah. I was like, I cannot. I cannot put this down. And we're, mm-hmm. we got it at Lucky Day on the library. And and just as we talk about books, y'all, go to your library. It's free. Yes, please. It's free. Yes. Mm. Yes, okay. the library is amazing. And don't forget story time if you have kids. Yeah. It's also a great place to work. That's where I work one day a week is at the library here. And they're going to go extinct, guys. We have a personal go communal, communal responsibility to hold Come on, on to our libraries. Honestly, I just want to give you props for that. I love working at the library. Yes. Every coffee shop is right? so loud. Yes. And so overrun. Then you got to yep. buy something. Yep. You can roll in with all your drinks. To, does your library allow you yes. to have coffee? Same. Yes. Ours does too. Yep. So you can walk in. It is so quiet. And ours, um, it's just trees behind it. It's floor to ceiling oh, windows so and it's trees. It's stunning. And I'm like, this is heaven. And it I'm is. trying to buy it books. Really is. Oh, it's so beautiful. Okay. Next for me is Becoming by Michelle Obama. Yes. It is the book that everyone's going to get for Christmas and their birthdays and Mother's Day. Oh, no, wait, had Mother's Day. Father's Day. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Here you go, Derek. Here you go, Derek. Oh, he's already started it. He's so excited. But I, I got it for Christmas last year. I bought it for myself for Christmas, and I was like, "This is this seems like a good treat." And she spoke to me. I I was so deeply moved to hear about um, different parts of America it, that she got to experience and seeing it through her eyes. 
Um, I just highly recommend, if you haven't read it, and, and I, I know probably very few people haven't read it because it's like the number one book in America, but um, please, 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 not whether you like her or not, she's got something to say, and her story yeah. is so beautiful, and to grow up so poor in the south side of Chicago to be the first lady, that's a story worth telling, yeah, and it is. it is, she tells it with such grace and power and honesty and vulnerability. And I kept thinking, I can't believe she's telling us this. Mm. I can't believe she's telling us this. Mm. And she does, and she does it for all of us. It just is really something special. So I encourage you to read that. Um, how many have I said? Three. I don't have one, I would say, that I read every year. But one that I'm reading day by day is New Morning Mercies. Mm. Um, maybe it's just New Mercies. New Morning Mercies um, by Paul David Tripp. And it's just a daily oh, devotional. Yeah. And it's so, so beautiful. He gives a quote and a passage to meditate on and just really well-written devotional to go along with it. And it talks about everything from trust to fear to doubt and it's a thick book because, of course, it has a day for, right um, for all the yeah the whole all year. the months yep all the year. And so I would I would highly recommend that. So then this leads me to a random question that we didn't talk about um, before. But is there a scripture that you're holding on to at this moment that's saving your life? Oh, you know it's so funny. So Derek and I, um, we went on a date a couple days ago, and we only had about an hour and twenty minutes. We went to this cute little new cantina that opened up. And we looked at each other and we just started praying. We're like, Lord, would you just give us the word for parenting, for finances, for relationships, mm. for church, for jobs, for dreams of what could be, for where we want to go in our careers. And the Lord just gave us shalom, just peace. I love that. And so uh, we kind of held on from that night. And again, this is just a few days ago, but just let the peace of Christ guard your hearts and minds. Um, so I would say that passage is really really sitting with me just even the past few days and really felt like that was the word that the Lord is giving us just to get through the summer. That just I love peace. That. It's beautiful. Peace in your parenting, peace in your relationships. Yeah. That's what beautiful. about you? What about you? So I've been holding on to, um, in John 16, one, it says it's after Jesus has had this beautiful meal. It's his final meal with his disciples. And he shares with them so many incredible, um, encouragement and commands and ways of living and being in the world. And then mm -hmm. in John 16, 1, he says, I have told you these things so you won't abandon your faith. Mm, and wow. so I keep thinking about just the world that we live in today and sometimes how difficult it is to survive. <laughs> yeah. And how difficult it is to hold on to joy and how difficult it is to hold on to character and conviction and perseverance and faithfulness and all the things that we know we need to live in a Christ-like way in this world. And so that was just a good reminder to me because all the things that he tells us are not about like, hey, everything's going to be really hunky-dory. do 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 no, he says some very, very hard things. And then he says, I've told you these things so that you'll hold on to your faith, so that you will not abandon your faith. And for me, that's just been a lifeline where it's like, hey, no matter what happens, like Jesus told me it wasn't going to be perfect and I wasn't going to be comfortable. And he did not promise me security. He said I would be secure in him, you know, so just reminding myself that Christ has us, that he holds us. So that passage has been really good for me in this season. That really speaks to me, especially as so many are processing post-conversion and now they're in this deconstruction of the faith. Yes. And before totally. they rebuild it again, before yeah. they rebuild, who is Jesus to me in this season? Who yeah. is he to me now that I'm older and that I'm learning more of scripture and this is what I'm dealing with in the world? So many don't make it through that deconstruction yeah, to the right. point of recentering what they want and who they believe Jesus to be, yes. really. not what they want per se, but who they 
who they believe Jesus to be yes. and they get stuck in that. And um, I think it's so powerful that thinking of that passage, so you'll hold on to your faith. So you won't abandon the faith yes. knowing that that was never the plan. No matter That's what right. we go through, no matter what we struggle through, um, may our faith root us and ground us. Oh, yes. that's powerful, Ashley. Okay, right, now we have to do some rapid fire. Are you okay, ready? rapid fire, yeah. Target favorites. Oh, crappers. Okay. Um, <laughs> target favorites. I got my Dutch oven there, the Chrissy Teigen line, mm-hmm. cravings, and I love it so much. Secondly, mm-hmm. they have a Indian curry. They have a butter mm. chicken and a tiki masala base already made in a in a jar. Bless. And it is better than Patox or any of the other brands. Um, and it's the Target brand. It's like two ninety nine. Oh, so it's great. super great. Um, that's all I got. Okay, so mine are. There is this black bathing suit I just bought there. Ooh, this gorgeous one piece that's black? just. Yep, it's all <gasps> black. It's fabulous. The best one piece I've ever owned in my life. And then I will say their peanut butter monster trail mix. Mm. I can't leave the store without getting it, and it's dangerous. It's gone in like two days flat. Um, and then finally, I would like to give an ode to the Harlem toy section at Target because <laughs> that has made me survive winter. So bless you, Harlem Target. Oh, no CPKs? You're not going to mention some CPKs? Oh, yes. And Tiffany told me about CK, CPK pizzas that she used just like as one of those little things you could, you know, heat up and kind of cut like a flat a flatbread when people mm-hmm. are coming over. And we do it and it's so good. I love Shoot. it. So CPK great. pizzas. Some of those in the freezer. Didn't even know about it. They're fabulous. Keep them in your freezer. Yep. All right. Rapid fire for you. We got about 30 seconds. Podcast. Top three. Ooh, top three podcasts. Ooh, this is a tough one. All right. So my top three would be Freedom Road with Lisa Sharon Harper, Jesus and Jolaf with Yvonne Orji and Levy Ajaye, and then Pantsuit Politics would be my Mm. other one. I'm loving all three of those. Love it. For me, Bridgetown Church in Portland, love their preaching. And I don't, I hardly listen to sermons online. So I'm like, oh, okay, I got room yeah, for this. Yeah, me either. It's been, it's, it's been a minute since I've done that and I like it. Number two, this cultural moment, it's two yes. pastors. And one is a, so scholarly and just their approach to what's going on in our culture, how we can process it from a biblical worldview. And lastly, Truth's Table, mm-hmm. those beautiful women so discussing good. all the things. So yes, that's I love it. it. Uh, listeners, it's so much fun to spend our time yes, it is. getting to share our world and likes and dislikes with you. Yes. And we hope you've been blessed, encouraged, and hopefully maybe you're going to go get a library membership. I hope yes. that's what comes out of this. I Absolutely. Hope that's what comes out of this. <laughs> and listener, we made a little gift for you. If you really enjoyed our beauty dialogue at the beginning, Tiffany and I recorded the most incredible video, <laughs> and it's all about our beauty products routine. And it's a video of me and Tiffany sitting together in her house going through our entire beauty routine and we highly recommend that you go to the show notes fill out your email so that we can put that in your inbox this week it is too good watching Uh two grown women put on makeup when they don't totally know what they're doing correct it's so great forget all those youtubers this is where it's no this is where it's at (laughs) for sure (laughs) all right see you next week bye-bye hey listeners remember to subscribe and comment it helps others to find the show To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.